Welcome to Purpose 365 with your host, Jasmine Rowe, your podcast source for encouragement, empowerment, and inspiration. Well, welcome to another episode of the Purpose 365 podcast. Today, we've got an amazing such a special guest. Uh, we've been trying to get this together for a minute, but um, everything finally lined up. And today I'm excited to, for you to hear uh, from Mrs. Amber Higgins. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Oh my goodness. What We've been trying to do this for what, a year now? Yeah, probably about a year. It's been crazy. Crazy. But, but we did it. We're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> so to give everyone a little bit of backstory, how you and I met. So, you know, I met Amber through Instagram, through our Purpose, Purpose 365 community. And um, I, I was just, um, man, just so it, it was just crazy when I when I found your account. I just saw this um, amount, this amazing amount of joy that you exuded. Right. So that's really what drew me to your account and um, just enjoyed all the content that you've been putting out there. Um, and, you know, through that, you know, I've been able to kind of see things grow with your businesses. And, um, you know, you've been a blessing to my life, just kind of watching from afar and also to our community. So let me say thank you for that. Oh, my goodness. That is like so sweet. <laughs> what a blessing to hear. Um, I am so grateful that you um, connected with me on my account and that this has just birthed a beautiful relationship. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I'm so inspired by your content because it aligns with everything that I feel like is part of my purpose is helping others um, align, um, their purpose with God's will and, Mm -hmm. um, and just flourish in it for the kingdom. And so there is so much that we have in common and I just feel like it's just one of those divine relationships. And it's amazing that Instagram out of all places (laughs) made this relationship, because if I'm honest with you, like, Instagram, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Um, <laughs> that's why sometimes I'm very active and sometimes I'm very inactive um, when it comes to my personal account um, because it's just, you can just get lost in yeah. a whole world that is just, you know, mm-hmm. chaotic. And so, and you know, the more we limit chaos in our life, the better. So sometimes Instagram yeah. can just bring more chaos to life. So the fact that it brought a blessing Amen. like you, it's just, amazing yeah so, yeah you know, that's whenever instagram's good yeah <laughs> agreed and and i think uh you know for me i've found more of the good in it you know i've i've um been able to connect with a lot of like-minded christian entrepreneurs like yourself um so it's been an amazing blessing and you know and also to be able to just create community through that um you know exactly iron from sharpening iron yeah from all over mm-hmm. i have made friends from all over the place that have even become clients of mine um, from Instagram. So it's really been, when I say it's a love hate relationship, it's a lot of love first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like created so much amazing community for myself mm-hmm. and for my family too. So. Yep. Amen. 
Well, so Amber, um, I just give a little intro here of you. So Amber is a, a multi-passionate entrepreneur. She's an award-winning actor, a producer, fashion designer, and, you know, the list goes on. Um, but most importantly, Amber is a child of God whose story has um, had a theme of obedient faith. And I'm sure, you know, as, as we talk a little bit more, our listeners will hear, hear that through, through your story. So I wanted to start today, Amber, by talking a little bit about, you know, just where you where you originally from and then how you got into the world of acting. Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, I grew up in Abilene, Texas. It's a small West Texas town. Um, I went to Abilene Christian University. Okay. And after I graduated from um, ACU, I am um, I'm obviously skipping a whole lot because I could take, I mean, I could take you on a four hour journey about my <laughs> life, but I'm trying to hit the points that can, can help whoever's listening. Um, I grew up in a, 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 a family of faith, um, mm. blessed with amazing parents and amazing sister. Um, and so um, I was blessed to know the Lord um, and just seeing God work in a lot of just my family's life um, on, on many, 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 many um, occasions of just faith and him just like coming through. And so I saw a lot of God um, growing up and um, I became a believer when I was 12 years old okay. um, I got baptized. And so um, there's a lot of beautiful things that happened and a lot of challenges in my younger years. Um, mm. But um, to answer your question, I graduated from ACU and with a marketing degree and went on to work for, um, one of the largest home health companies doing marketing and, um, um, and sales and event planning. And when I was there, um, I just felt like I was not living out my purpose, mm. but, um, going back, um, when I was four, around 13, 14, I started modeling, um, it just, the door opened in my life and I modeled up until I was, um, about 18 years old. Um, that's whenever when you get 18, it's kind of like, Hey, let's do more like lingerie and things mm. like that. And I was like, no, this is not what I'm about. Yeah. Um, so I just don't know if modeling's for me right now. So then that's when I went back and just really focused on school and got my degree. Um, but anyway, so I, um, was, working and it was an amazing company it's one of those companies that you want to grow old with and retire at and mm -hmm. just so blessed to be there but when I was just sitting there I was just like oh my goodness like for some reason I just I do not feel like I'm living out my purpose and it was just like it was just like it would become like this in my in my spirit mm -hmm. And so I was like, there's just something to this. And it's one of those things, like when you start feeling, you know, that call by God, you're just like, okay, what do I do here? Yeah. You know, what yeah. do I do with this? If this is not where I'm technically supposed to be? Well, sure enough, he ended up creating an opportunity for me to exit. But during that time that I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to do, when I was working at that company, this lady, um, I was over catering. And this lady came in and she asked me if I modeled. Um, and I was like, well, I used to, but I, you know, mm. I laid that down, went to school. Um, she's like, you got to get back into it. I was like, okay. So <laughs> she, so here, this lady found me at my job 
And she helped me, she connected me with her best friend who's a casting director and she got me my first agent. Okay. And so I started modeling again. Well, my agents kept wanting me to get into acting and I'm just like acting. Like I've never really, I, that's just not something that I grew up just wanting to be an mm. actress, which is crazy because a lot of people want to, but that just was not me. So I was like, I don't know. I'm really just not into acting. If anything, I fall asleep in movies most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know about this, but you know, if that's mm-hmm. what you want me to do, you know, I will, you know, do that for training. So anyways, because my agents kept, you know, asking me to try out a class, I went and tried out a class and um, I'm a very like empathetic person. Mm-hmm. It's part of, my giftings. And so sometimes it can be very overwhelming when you can really just connect with people's emotions just on a day-to-day basis. And so when I went into acting here, I was thinking I was going to like train and do all the things. Well, I ended up, the teacher just threw me up on stage and just had me just do this improv scene with this other actor. And I just fell in love with it. I like, I could just do whatever I wanted on stage <laughs> and like not be judged by it. And like, mm. I could do any emotion that I wanted and not like people get like scared or sad or, <laughs> but they were just like totally like enjoying it. And I was mm-hmm. just like, Oh, this is fun. And what I found out was, I was like, wow, like what I love about acting is it's therapeutic for me because mm. it's like all that empathetic emotions that I pick up. It's just like, you need outlets to like get it out, yeah, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so acting became like an outlet for me to just like, cause your body is an emotional instrument. Mm. And so, but in the world, you're so restricted on how you can respond and acting, you can just play with it. And like, if you want to be mad, you can be mad. If you want to be sad, you can be sad. Like as long as you're vulnerable and in the moment, as long as it's beautiful, be it. As get long as you're out. not acting it and you're it, do it. And so I was like, this, this is, is amazing. <laughs> I can't bring. So it became like this therapeutic art for me that I just like fell in love with. And it was like going to the gym, like exercising and just getting those endorphins. And so I was like, I'm totally into this. Yeah. Wow. And so that's how it was birthed to me even starting acting. And then um, the Lord put so me and my husband, like we went to LA several times when um, we were dating and then when we first got married, because mm-hmm. at the time we were living in Dallas, Texas. Um, after I graduated from ACU, I moved to Dallas and that's when I was working at this company. Okay. And this is when all this started happening. Um, and so me and my husband would get visions of being in LA, but we didn't tell each other. Mm. And we had that going for like six months. Wow. Um, and then one day we had a conversation about like, hey, I really feel like we're supposed to be in LA. Like, um, because I've been getting visions and and my husband says, Yeah, I have been too. I was like, What? He's like, Yeah, I'll be driving down the street and all of a sudden I just feel like I'm going, I'm like driving in LA. Mm. And uh, I was like, Man, like I'm having these kind of visions too. So we prayed about it and then we went to some of our close friends who knew us really well and we said, Hey, can you pray on this to see like, do you really think God's telling us to go to LA? Mm-hmm. And they prayed and they're like, without a doubt, like this is so 
people. Y'all need to go. And then we're like, okay, like, let's talk to our families. Let's talk to our job. Um, at the time, Brian was working at a company that could transfer him out to LA. And okay. um, I had eventually um, finished working at the company that I was working at just to focus on where God was leading me. And um, uh, so sure enough, the company um, was like, yes, you can transfer out there. Um, give us six months. And then the Lord just didn't like, we were like, Lord, you're gonna have to move mountains if you really want us to move to LA. Mm. And he just moved mountains upon mountains. I mean, like selling a house the first day that we put on the market or renting it out to then sell it. Um, the first day we put on the market to us being able to move to my parents' place. We just moved from Abilene. Like it was just like, just like God. Like, yeah. Him just moving it around. Just perfect. And we're like, okay, like, this is so God, like we, we get just got to obey. And so like, that just really was the starting of really understanding the obedience of God. Mm. Um, and just like when he's moving, um, listen and trust and have faith and he will create a way. And so um, sure enough, six months later, we moved to LA. And that's when I started acting. <laughs> wow. That that's amazing. So, long story short. <laughs> it, it's it's incredible though how, you know, you you and, and, and Brian, you didn't share, you know, what was going on, what God was doing in your heart. And um but it was it's so cool that God was laying that on your heart at the same time. Um had an interview with my last interview, he was he was talking about how God is such a great orchestrator, right? So it's so cool that yes. God, he, he puts every single thing in place, you know? Um, so he set you on a course, um, you know, to get you to mm -hmm. LA. So what, yes. what happened when you, yeah. when you eventually moved to LA? How, how did you start into, you know, the whole scene there? Well, a little West Texas girl who grew up in a sheltered life. <laughs> <laughs> culture shock, huh? Sex, big culture shock. Hey, everybody, shock. how are you here? <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. You know, smiles and just, um, just <laughs> it was, I was just so like happy, just grateful to be there, ready to start mm -hmm. wherever God had me and boom, boom, like just like dealing with so many egos and just, I just world. wasn't prepared for how much um, egos that I would have to come across. Mm -hmm. And so it was just like bright, shining, smiley girls, like oh my goodness, what do I do, God? Like, it took me to a place to really trust him. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I would, I'm the type of person that, like, smile and say hi. Like, just going down the street, people are like, why are you smiling at What me? are you what doing? Do you for me? Like, what do you think? I'm smiling. I'm from Texas. We smile and mm -hmm. we greet people. You know, um, it's kind of normal where I'm from. But, you know, you just... I just remember the first, um, one of the first meetings that I had, um, with this commercial agent and it was a pretty big commercial agent. And, um, she was just like, I was just like, hi, I just moved from Dallas. I'm really excited to get started. Da, da, da. Mm. 
And it's just like immediately, it was just like an attack of just like who God created me to be. It was just, mm. it was just constant. And that's what I would deal with. It's just people attacking the creation of me that God created. And because I, I wasn't what they wanted or what they saw, or mm-hmm. I needed to do more of this or that and the other. And it was just like, wait, like, then it started making me question like, Lord, like you created me. Why is it so hard for people to, you know, understand that? Because she literally just sat down. It's like, your look confuses me. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. Cause it's all about branding, you yeah. know, it's yeah. like a brand. And he's like, mm-hmm. she's like, I just don't know what to do with you. Like, um, I don't know. Like you're really green. I just kept hearing that from the beginning. You're green, you're green. Um, and so I was just like, I just remember that first meeting, just like going home, just really, you know, defeated. defeated and like, yeah. yeah, I was just like, this smiley, happy West Texas girl is just like, whoa, what did I just sign up for? Mm. Because I wasn't expecting that. Like, you know, where I came from, you know, people at least didn't say that to your face, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> it's like. I mean, I definitely had God prepared me for, you know, LA with just growing up being a biracial, you know, mm-hmm. woman, because that wasn't a common thing, uh, thing whenever I was growing up, yeah. um, there were a few biracial people. And so that was obviously like, I had preparation of dealing with just being different. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so, um, and then also when I was modeling, I dealt with a lot of um, jealousy from other women. So I dealt with like challenges and like people not responding to me and just embracing me. But I also like LA was a whole nother level of just like attacking your worth and who God created you and making you question everything. And so, um, I had to, for the first, you know, couple years really had to overcome, um, what people their responses and just realize it's them and not me Mm -hmm. and a lot of the way they respond and they might be successful worldly successful but their response has nothing to do with me it has everything to do with them yeah yeah and there's just a lot of wounded people and as we know in the world and la has a lot of that because it's a very dog eat dog world um, people trying to make it and then, you know, everyone has their own story and how to make it and it's hard making it, Yeah, you know? And so it's like they, people who are trying to go out there and, and, and live their dreams, the people who've made it, it's like, Hey, you know, mm-hmm. I had to go through it. So you need to go through it too, yeah, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So there's not like a lot of empathy. Um, there are people who are empathetic that want to help, but you know, it's like a dime a dozen, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I I so. totally get that. You know, I I had a actually a similar conversation yesterday. You know, I work in the music industry, so it, you know, just like you know, the acting industry, it's a, probably one of the toughest industries to break. Um, Absolutely. And um, was just sharing. Um, she was just sharing with a with with a client that just how the enemy his his number one tactic is discouragement oh yeah like like he he will do whatever he can to try to discourage you 
um, mm-hmm. away from the purpose that God's called you to. And sometimes he, you know, he uses people like in key in high places, but we're just encouraging them to, you know, to stand firm in who mm-hmm. you know God has called you to do. You know, continue putting in the work, continue first and foremost submitting to God, mm-hmm. and you know, prayerfully asking Him to lead the way. And when you do that, you know, that, that combination of, of complete surrender along with, you know, the faith without works, putting that work in, you know, um, you'll make it. Um, so how, how, did you, how did you get through that season? You know, I, I, as you mentioned, it wasn't easy. But what, what, was, what did you find allowed you to break through that season? It's a great question. First of all, I wish I had someone like you. <laughs> so whoever has you, they are blessed and they do not need to take you for granted. I just want to throw that out there. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Woo, would that have made a difference? Um <laughs> well, after a while, like, okay, so what happened is the noise became so loud in my ear. And I was just like, Lord, I where's your voice in this? Mm. You know, I am not hearing your voice. All I'm hearing is all these loud noises of discouragement. And I was like, you brought me out here and I know you didn't bring me out here to fail. So what do I need to do? Mm. Like I'm, because when you're in this industry, there's no roadmap. Like there is like, if you want, like my sister's a neurosurgeon. Mm -hmm. So she knew when she graduated from college, she wanted to be a doctor. So then she was to med school. And then when you go to med school, you get to figure out where you want to be for your residency. And then mm-hmm. she found out she wanted to be, you know, through that, she wanted to be a brain surgeon. Then you have to apply to residency, get accepted. Then you do that. And then um, you do your fellowship and then you become a doctor. And mm-hmm. it's just like, kind of just, this is how it is. And if yeah. you just don't get accepted, you just don't get accepted. You got to figure something else out, right? Mm-hmm. Or try again later. With acting and or in the arts, you know, there's no roadmap. There's no yeah, roadmap. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So Angela over there, it might have happened X Y Z, um. But where you're at, that X Y Z doesn't align up with A B C. You know, mm-hmm. like it just doesn't connect. And so here you are having everyone else's way of how they've either been told how they need to make it or how they've made it. But that is not, at the same time, that's not, that's just not, it's hard to take that information and be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And this is how I, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm going to be. And then you get a lot of hopes. Okay, well, hopefully when I do this, then something will open. Yeah. And then you get there and then it doesn't happen. And so then you're going to someone else and be like, well, this is da, 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 da. like, what do I do now? We'll try this. Da, 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 you do it. And it's like, you hope. And then you're waiting and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. So there's not a clear map of where you're supposed to go and you're doing what people are telling you to do, but yet there's not a lot of fruits. So, hmm, Mm. okay. Being a child of God, what do I need to do? Okay. I need to lean in and talk to the Lord. Well, I'm not really hearing him because I'm hearing all the other voices. Mm. And then, um, so what do I, what do I do? What do I do about this? Like, and you just get to this place where like, I don't know what, like, I'm so weak. I don't know what to do, but Lord, in my weakness, your grace is sufficient. Yeah. 
and it's just such a humbling place because you literally don't know what to do because mm-hmm. um, you have a million options of what you should do because this is what Gary told you to do and it's how it should work. But yet you were trying it and you're getting discouraged. It's not working. But Lord, you created me and I'm here. And that's when I was like, okay, I got to step back. I got to surrender. Because what everyone else is telling me to do is not working. Mm. And it's taking me to a place that is not love, joy, peace, patient, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. It's Mm. making me more impatient and frustrated and hurt. And so I just stepped back. I was like, Lord, I need you. And I repented because I repented and said, Lord, like, obviously I'm not going to you first because I wouldn't be so confused. Yeah. And I'm obviously not trusting you because I'm listening to everyone else's voice and it's leading me to a, a road in, not going anywhere. I'm feeling discouraged. You call me out here. You didn't call me out here to fail. What do I do? So I repented and I just said, Lord, forgive me if, I've been trying to take my own, take this in my own hands and multiply it because I am obviously not feeling your peace on this. And so I spent time repenting and, um, God is such a good father because in that, like right after I did that, he, I just remember him just gifting me with something so beautiful Mm. And just some, one of my desires, just because I surrendered and repented. And I'm like, whoa, God, you're so good. Like his goodness leads us to repentance. But then even after you repent, his goodness afterwards is just amazing. Because a lot of people would have already ran away at that point. Yeah. You know, but God instead comes even more. His love comes even more. And it's just like, wait, God, you're amazing. Like, mm-hmm. here I've been doing it myself, like pushing you away, pretty much not trusting you. And then here I repent and you're just like swoop and just like pull me close. And that's when I really saw just the amazingness of God for the, like the first time in my life outside of just seeing him do amazing things in my family, but just like my own personal experience of just like, wow, God, your fatherly love is so good. Mm. It is. And, and so right after that, I was like, okay, Lord, like, you brought me here. What, what do you, what is your will? Cause Jesus prayed your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you have a will for me. Obviously I'm not aligned in it because something, there's just a lot of just, it's Things just off. not, there's just not peace, mm-hmm. you know, and your path, even though it can be challenging, will always be a path of peace. And, um, so what do I do? And, you know, (laughs) what's crazy is right before all this, like, not only was I trying to figure out how to, you know, make my way in LA, in that I felt a lot like Jesus did when I was out there and then temptation of like, well, if you want this, do this and you'll have this. Yeah. Yeah. And I really felt a lot of that too, was the Lord allowing me to pick what path do I want? It was almost a testing. Mm. Do you want me or do you want the world's success? Mm. Do you want me or do you want the world's success? And so, because I got a lot of 
chances of being tempted of doing things that I as a Christian woman wouldn't want to do. Um, but if I did that, um, it would open all these doors mm. and, but it wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. And so I heavily believe when God calls you to your purpose, you will be tested. Absolutely. And you will see where do you want, what do you really want? Mm-hmm. Do you want fame? Do you want success? Or do you want me? Mm-hmm. And so I chose him. I said, I don't like, this is, I don't want to go down any of this what I've been presented. I only want to do it if you're with me and if I'm in your will. So what do I need to do? Mm. So he called me to um, just be with him. It was basically a year long fast Mm. of just being with him, not really seeking career or anything. Like, I mean, like if something came in, I, you know, to pray and see if it was like something he wanted me to go and do, but it was a lot of things. I just, I just blocked off for a year and just, leaned into him. Mm. And what I did was I just listened to the word, read the word, um, listened to sermons, prayed. And then I just felt like he just opened up so many spiritual giftings in me that were little seeds, but like they became blooms. Mm. And, um, I just started falling in love with the father and, um, he's really cool. I'm like, wow, God, you're like really cool. Mm. Like, I really love hanging out with you (laughs) it became like he became like this like instead of being over in pluto in my mind just like way out there just being god reigning the world he became so close to me yeah it's breathing like i could just feel his breath in the spirit Mm. and i still do but it was it's it's just from that moment from that time of obedience of picking him over career the best way as I can describe it is I went to LA knowing I was his daughter, but when I came to LA, I became his friend. Mm. Wow. And so there's a difference. There's a, a significant difference. There is. Yeah. Because when you look in the Bible and you look at his, the, the um, people who chose God to like be his friend, had a different relationship with them than anyone else mm. in the word. And so I just, you know, I, you know, obviously I fear God, like because of I'm his friend, I like reverence him. I'm not saying be friend and like do loosey goosey and, <laughs> you know, just everything's just thrown out. In fact, you being his friend, you want to do those things because it blesses him. It's yeah. like you do like any other one, any other person that you respect and love and adore, mm-hmm. you want to bless them. And so um, that's why obedience is like huge for me because it blesses the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Yep. And so um, I just, I remember just having a conversation with the Lord. And this is one of the clearest times I heard him spoke spoke, speak. And I was in the shower, which is really crazy. When I'm in the shower tub, I just really hear the spirit of the Lord speaking, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. And um, I just remember showering and washing my hair and I just felt the Lord mourning. I just was like, like, I just almost felt his tears in the spirit mm-hmm. just drop, like almost drop on my head from like the shower raining, you know, the water coming when I was washing my hair. I just like almost felt like it was the Lord's tears. And I said, Lord, like, why are you crying? I didn't know you cried. Mm-hmm. 
And he was like, and this is the time I finally felt like I could connect with the Lord on a, on a level with him that was like, whoa, I can actually connect with you because you're so big and amazing and dynamic and beautiful and just all these things. It's sometimes hard to connect with him, mm-hmm. but this connected me with him, with the things I go through. And he was like, Amber, I just am sad because my creation rejects me. Mm. I love my creation and they reject me every day. And I was just like, whoa, I didn't know you cried. Like, and he's like, who do you think created emotions? Mm. I just didn't, I just don't sin in my emotions. Mm. And that just hit me. Like, I was like, whoa. And I just like, was like, whoa, like our father cries because we reject him. And I was like, I still get it because I constantly am getting rejected in Hollywood. I've lived my life being rejected. And I was like, I have become a professional being rejected because that's what I was getting constantly. It's like, I'm just not what I'm just not in the boxes that people wanted me to be in. I was, I'm really outside the box of people's vision of what they see and what they see in me and and um I was like I get it I get it with all that I dealt with like because I'm sad with what I deal with so I can't imagine this is just one of me and just think of all of his creation that's rejected him Mm. and that just took me to a place where I was like it just humbled me and just like wow god like how can I be a servant to you to help point people back to you where they fall in love with you and just only want you Mm. because you deserve that. Yeah, absolutely. That's what you deserve. You deserve our love because God is so good that um, when we were in, when he created the garden, he created the most amazing place. And there's just one thing we didn't need to, to focus on, right? Yeah. Humans. And he gifted us like it was heaven. Like everything was just perfect. Like you could run and play with tigers and, and lions and, <laughs> and they were your friends. And just don't focus on that one thing over there, but you have everything. And then he'd come and visit Adam and Eve in the garden every yeah. evening. So special. That's what he created for us originally. His heart is so precious and beautiful and he's he's a god of abundance and and but we choose the things that limit him yep. in our lives. So when Adam and Eve ate or when um Eve ate the fruit, the forbidden fruit, and then Adam did, they chose to limit God in their lives because they wanted to do they wanted to see the difference of what they're missing out on Mm. and so if you think about that here i am here you are we're in a place we're in like the garden but with a bunch of chaos because of sin Mm -hmm. god's the same god we serve sure is so he has abundance for us and he has so much beauty for us but so much there's so much in our lives that tempt us to focus on the things we don't have yeah. where it limits him to come in, to be 
what he wants to be in our life through our free will. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I would just have these epiphanies of like, oh my goodness, when I'm all over here, I'm like focusing on the forbidden fruit, trying to make things, if you will, as a metaphor, mm-hmm. analogy. And here you are wanting to do all this thing over here, but I'm choosing all this because this is where I feel like, you know, everyone's telling you to, and uh, this is where all the voices are in order to, you know, get somewhere. And I have the pressures of, you know, being a woman in Hollywood, you got to do it by this time. And being a woman wanted to start a family, you have all these years of pressure. So you're just like, Oh, I just got to listen to have direction. And here's people speaking and there's ways that have, have um, been able to, you know, who have made it. And, um, and so like something might be over here, there might be a formula over here mm. and all God is just saying is be still and know that I am God yep. trust and me. I will direct your path. Mm-hmm. Just trust in me. Mm. Is there anything I cannot do? Nothing. But because God is, you know, gentle and he takes, he's a, we call it 11th hour God. <laughs> 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 you know, like because he's doing so many things around the plans to align it for us, we get impatient and then we start focusing on this forbidden place. Yeah. Yep. Which is the world, mm-hmm. the worldly success. And we get tempted and get sucked into that, but it does not fulfill you. For me, I want to bring fruitfulness and I want to bring multiplication. And if I'm not bringing fruitfulness through the Lord and multiplication through the Lord, I don't want it. Yeah, it's not worth it. Because I want the Lord's blessing on it. Absolutely. I want his protection on it. I don't want fruitfulness that is not aligned under him. Mm. I don't want multiplication that's not aligned in his will. So I have to shut the noise down. So that year allowed me to just come to know the Lord understanding the importance of obedience, focusing on the people in the Bible who did obey and what he did. And all that noise shut down. Mm. And all I heard was the Lord and him directing my path. And so I just wanted to stay in that because when you're in the Lord's, when you're in that zone with the Lord and you're just surrendered to him and you're saying your will be done, he will move mountains Absolutely will. Yep. You could never move yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like just never. Like mm-hmm. instead you'll be circling around it constantly. Yep. And he just started moving mountains and he just started showing me more of my purpose. Why he created me. You know, because whenever he knit us in his womb in our mother's wombs, he he took his time. Yeah. So think about an older woman who's knitting. They take their time. They choose the color, the thickness, the length, and they're just beautifully knitting it together. So it all looks just crisp and clean and Mm -hmm. beautiful. The Lord did that with you and me and everyone else. So he has a story written for us, right? Mm-hmm. If that's his will, and it's an our free will of wanting to align with his story that he knitted, he's written, or if we want to go write our own story. <laughs> mm-hmm. And out of those two options, I'd rather 
align with what he's written for me and say yes and amen. amen. And then let's fly higher like an eagle. Let's have higher vision. This story that I am saying yes and amen is not about me. Mm. It's all about him. Yeah. It's to bring glory to the kingdom of God because he has a greater story that's beyond our years. Yep. Yep. And so I'm leaning into that story and be like, Lord, how can I continue to help you bless the kingdom for the story you've written for me? Help me stay on that path. Mm. And, and from all that time of that sacrifice, obedience and sacrifice, I realized why I was created, why we are created. And I just only want to align with that. And so after that year, he was like, okay, butterfly. It was like my cocoon. I was just like, he was just like rebirthing me. Like a new creation came out of me. The old is gone. The new is gone. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, butterfly, fly away. I was like, wait, no, I want to just stay here with you. I don't want to go out there. You know, I was like, yeah. like I need you to be a light. I was yep. like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I ended up loving this time with him. That I didn't want to go out when before, when he told me to sit and be still, I was like, oh, but what, like, uh, you know, like, what am I going to do? What if I miss this opportunity? And he's just like, he silenced the noise. It's like, just be still and know. Yeah. So I uh, flew away and the rest is history. So there's, you know, obviously a lot that happened after that, but um, that's how I silence the noise. Amen. Yes. And All amen. The Lord, the Lord silence the noise. I just let him <laughs> silence it for me. You, you were obedient. Yes. So that, that's, um, just such an amazing um, journey that you were on. And it goes back to Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path, which he did. You know, he, he allowed you to go through that year period and set you on a solid foundation and then put you back out there and say, hey, been been molding you, I've been knitting you in this season. Now go out and affect change. Um, so it's it's amazing that you know that you you silenced, kind of you know silenced the noise and 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 was obedient and and submissive in that period to be taught and learn. I I, I imagine it probably was was hard. It was a difficult season, um, but in the midst of it, there's so much beauty that came from that. Um, you know, and, and, and I see it on the other end of things. I see, you know, all the things that God's cultivating in you and, um, how he's allowing, um, you to, um, just share with others, but then also, um, develop all of these, um, services and, and, and companies, um, you know, that have come from that. So, you know, I see you've developed, um, or created 10, Four films and Citizen Glory, all of these amazing brands that are um, with just a heart to serve. Um, so tell, tell. I, I know you've got a lot of different things uh, in play right now, but tell us a little bit about um, about what what you're doing with Ten Four, how that came about, and um, just the vision there. 
Well, um, so Tim four started out in LA during the time of, um, everyone saying, well, you need a reel, you need a reel. And it's like, well, it's like that catch 22, mm. you need, you need this, 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 but it's like, well, how do I, how do I get it? You know, mm-hmm. like one, you gotta be hard, but two, you are, you can be hard. And then it's not what you are proud of because it's like not material that you really love. So I'm like, I just, I know I don't have this reel that everyone keeps wanting. So what do I do? Do I wait around until someone that gets, you know, books me for something that I want to showcase <laughs> and I can wait around forever mm-hmm. or do I just create it? So what I ended up doing was creating um, a reel that ended up turning into a short film. And all this was birthed out of 10, four. Um, Cause it, I had to create a production company to do it. Mm. Um, and so it was just like, Okay, I have to do all the stuff that I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so God, you have my back. Okay, you have my back. And you, even though I'm not qualified, you're gonna qualify me. So <laughs> <laughs> so let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I did. I uh, created a reel, um, ended up being a short film, it won several awards. And right after that, while I was still in LA, uh, me and my husband, we uh we traveled to Hawaii a lot when we lived in LA. Um, I now am in Texas because that's a whole other story. Mm. Um, the Lord had me move to Texas right before um, COVID actually. Mm. Um, and so that's how we ended up here. I, we got pregnant with our first child and he was like, it's now time to go back home. Um, and so that's where I am now in case you're like, okay, what do you mean here? You know, what are you talking about? Um, but when I was in LA, we would go back and forth to Hawaii a couple times a year. And um, there's this place, there's this lookout point that I love, 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 love. It's one of my favorite places in Hawaii. And he told me, he's like, Amber, you're going to be my storyteller in front of and behind the camera. And I was mm-hmm. like, behind the camera? Like, what am I going to do behind the camera? Like I'm here, I'm being an actress in front of the camera. So it, then it was just like, it was just one of those words that I held on to. Mm. Well, um, so here I am like doing all this stuff for my acting career. Little did I know he was building this production company for where we are now. Mm. And so 10, four films means message received, right? So we have a passion of sharing inspirational messages that the audience can watch and receive. So we have an an intentional message for the audience to watch and receive. And that's what's in for me. And so that's how it was birthed of just doing a short film. And then anyways, um, I had to lay it down for a while because I was um, doing a ministry out in LA and then doing acting. So I didn't have a lot of time to focus on the producing side of things for this production company. Mm -hmm. And then when we got pregnant with our first and the Lord told us to lay all of Hollywood down um, and move back home close to family, um, which was a testing moment an Abraham and Isaac moment. Mm -hmm. um, I had no idea. I thought like that I was just like laying it all down and just going to come home, come here and be a mom. Like I didn't know he had other plans. Mm -hmm. And so Anyways, I'm just being obedient, just like, okay, I'm laying all this down, all this work, and everything's taking off now, but you want me to lay it down? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So we moved to Fort Worth, 
and I'm focusing on having her first. I'm in the living room worshiping. And I heard him speak and say, I'm bringing Hollywood to you. Launch your production company. Relaunching it. And I was like, kind of like that Sarah laugh. <laughs> I'm in the middle of like on three, like you're bringing Hollywood to me. That's funny. <laughs> and he's like, relaunch it. And he's like, I'm sending you clients. He's like, I'm sending you clients. Seriously, relaunch the thing. And he starts sending clients. And then um, what he ended up doing was sending um, marketing and branding clients for mm-hmm. me to tell their story through businesses. Then right after that, he sent me a client to tell um, one of their stories. She's an author of a book and it's a true story. And sure enough, fast forward, late, uh, two years later, we're here producing her film. And then our 10-4 films, he um, just continued to, through prayer, He the Holy Spirit just kept leading and saying, um, you know, it's not just a film company, it's a business company. It's anyone who has a story, like to so open it up for branding and marketing mm. and um, be ready to tell people's story. And so whether it's through a website or social media or whatever it is that they need to um, um, uh, and just guidance on how to, to share it and just um, have someone to believe in them too, to be able to want, cause that's a lot, a lot that mm-hmm. I learned in LA is that a lot of people don't have people to speak life into to them and to call it out of them. And yeah. so he was like, you're there to help call it out of them and design it and position it and launch it. And so he's like, um, 10, four films is not just films, but it's for business too. And so we've been doing that and we've had so many clients from that. And then now he's called us to, um, do PR, Mm. Um, and so now we're doing PR. Um, so it's just become this film production company plus digital agency plus PR company. And one thing that, um, so it's just been really cool. Like he's been sending, he's doing everything he's told me, sending me clients. He's brought Hollywood to me. We're also working on a documentary right now. Um, and this is all just within two years of the relaunch. Mm. And then on top of that, during my pregnancy with our first I started doing prophetic drawings and this is one of my prophetic drawings. It's the throne room. Mm. And um, that was like my outlet because I wasn't acting anymore, right? Because I mm-hmm. laid it all down. And so Citizen Glory came um, birthed out of that because I was just drawing and um, my friends and family would be like, you should put that on clothes. I was like, really? You think people buy it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. I buy it. So it's like, I'm just like, okay, like Lord, if this is your will, open the door. And then he just kept opening the doors and he created it, um, created opportunities for me to like, um, draw, um, draw my prophetic drawings, put it on clothing. And then on top of that, start building like a fashion boutique, mm-hmm. um, with beautiful brands. And so, um, that's where citizen glory was birthed. And so that happened and 10-4 film relaunched and here we are just like having several businesses and who knows what else he has up his sleeve for the future. But, um, you know, so many times you hear focus on one thing, just focus on one thing and let that be your one thing, one thing, one thing. Well, you know, as I spend time with the Lord, he created us. 
you know? Mm-hmm. And so he's a multi-purpose God. Yep. So you might not need to just focus on that one thing. Maybe you just need to be obedient and sow here for a little while. So here, tell, go where he's telling you to sow in your direction and the direction he's given you and see what he does. Cause he'll multiply it. Yep. And that's what he's done is he's had me sow a little bit citizen glory. sow a little bit here at 10, four and do this, do that, just start sowing. And then all of a sudden I'm constantly staying in obedience. Um, and if I'm not, I pray he realigns me. His discipline is actually his love. Mm-hmm. You want him to realign you because when you're in his will, here he is, he's a multi-purpose God with loving multiplication and fruitfulness, he will start building your companies in the ways that you couldn't even imagine. And so currently right now for branding purposes, we are, um, we have a huge client that, you know, I, I'm not able to, um, um, discuss at this moment, but soon once it's launched, um, it will, you know, people will be able to see, but it's just like, he's entrusted me with, this opportunity that's insane like mm-hmm. only the lord yep and i can't get any glory from it only god because it was only me just saying yes and amen amen he the how he got there i have no idea i, I don't know how god did all this but he did it and he gets the glory and amen. that's how i want my story to be i don't amen. want it to be what i've done i want it to be all what god's done and so that's my mission in life is to continue to allow myself to be a vessel so that when people see my life, it's not me, but it's everything the Lord's done. Amen. And that's my open life. So I pray that when people see me, they don't see me. They see Jesus and they see um, how good he is and how he died on the cross for us. He did major sacrifice so that we can be reconciled back to our father. And he's a connecting piece for our Lord, Abba Daddy. Amen. And so my encouragement that I encourage my clients, my friends, my family, is to keep yourself centered in a way where the Lord can use you. Mm. And if that means in your weakness, that's where his strength comes. And when God's strength comes, there's nothing better. So true. And all this, a lot of this has been done in my weakness because it was a lot of, I don't knows and Lord, I have no idea why you created me. So Lord show me mm-hmm. <laughs> because I've just been told of all the reasons what's wrong with me. So I can't wait for you to show me what's, why you spent your precious time on me. Mm. It wasn't done through like, oh, I know what I'm doing. All this was like, you know, looking back, it's easy to say, oh, look what the Lord did. But all this, like from the year of just sitting with the Lord and just stepping out and be like, okay, I'm choosing your path. So I'm going to believe that you're going to provide. Doing all that was all through faith. I didn't have all these answers. None of this was in front of me. Yep. None of this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I'm going to believe you're going to show up. I don't know how. In my weakness, you're strong. So hmm. Lord, have your way. And now we can see the multiplication and fruitfulness of his work, but it wasn't easy. He's saying, flesh bow down, spirit move. 
Holy Spirit move mm-hmm. and help me align my heart with the Lord's heart and let my spirit be submissive unto you and have your way, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and help me bring heaven to earth. Amen. Wow. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> this, this this is really sobering really really good stuff you know um just such have you have such obedient faith and um I, I think you know we hear the fruit of that um so it's, it's such a beautiful thing and and i think this is is such a fitting way to, to end the day you know just with that challenge you gave to to put yourself at the center of you know like um be obedient and 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 that puts you at the center of of god's will for your life um i love what you said and hopefully i get this right you said um go um where he tells you to sow and and you will see the increase from that i kind of paraphrased it (laughs) but um you know, it's wherever God guides you, um, or if you allow God the space, he will lead you and guide you to the purpose that he's called you to. Um, and, and that's so evident that as you lay things down, you gave up control. You allowed God to move. He, he just multiplied in your life. So thank you. Thank you for sharing today. Thank you for having me and allowing me to share. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so we, we see, you know, it's been a long time coming, but and look, look, look at the beautiful nuggets you were able to leave with us today. And um, for those of you listening, um, th- this is just a, a, a small portion of Amber's story. So what <laughs> I will do is I will put in our show notes all of Amber's information uh, where you could learn a little bit more about her, uh, her services that she offers. And then also, I would encourage you to follow her on social media as well. So that way you're updated. Um, I don't know if you have a newsletter, Amber, but I'll put all of um, that info on your website on, on in the show notes so people could stay updated with you and uh, see all the things that you have coming because she's got some exciting things in the works. God's working. Um, And even if you're out there as an entrepreneur and you need help, guidance, need services for PR or graphic design, whatever, please connect. Uh, But Amber, this has been such a joy today. So thank you again for doing this. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. I just love um, always our time together. So likewise, this is a blessing for me. And I just pray blessings for you and your endeavors, Jasmine. And I look forward to what God's doing in your life. Well, thank you so much. You have so much fruit on your life as well. So um, just thank you for this opportunity. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope that today's episode was both inspiring and motivating. You can stay connected with our Purposed 365 community on social media via Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Also, be sure to check out our blog and Purposed 365 merchandise on our website at www.purposed365.com. Until next time, 
remember to live with intentionality and pursue God's purpose for your life daily.